This is episode 16 of the TAP with Anna Marte. You guys ready? Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Think Alpha Project. As you guys know, this is a podcast. It's a conversation of success, helping young people, minorities, break barriers in health, relationships, career, wealth. And of course, I'm your host, Valentine Ewudo. Appreciate you guys being on today. Uh, just so you guys know, the, the show notes, you can check it out at thinkalpha.net forward slash 016. You guys see uh, in words, you know, what we're up to and how to contact Anna. But in this episode, Anna Marte, actor and producer, she discusses how to change the perception of those around you while also staying true to your inner voice and not allowing haters to stop you from accomplishing all you can be. Anna is the perfect reminder that we can all be strong and fearless and that our background truly has no determination on where we end up in life. And of course, like I said, actor and a producer, she was raised in the inner city in New York with a tough skin and no-nonsense attitude. She turned her hardships into passion and became laser-focused on creating the life she dreamed of and becoming the woman that she wanted to be instead of the woman people saw her as because of where she's from. Now, we also talk about ways to overcome fear and break out of your comfort zone, how to handle resentment from others that comes when you are personally growing and how to put yourself in a position to grow your network powerfully. So guys, it's my pleasure without further ado to bring to you guys, Anna Martin. Guys, welcome to the Think Alpha Project. So here we have Miss Anna Marte, is that, did I say right? Marte. Marte. Yeah, if you want to say it in Spanish, Ana Marte. What's up? Well, I, I, do I have to roll, I have to roll You gotta R. roll the R's though, it's Marte. Uh, Dominican. Marte. There you go. Yeah, see. I'll the, take it. It's the, it's the language. Yeah, a little bit. Hit the yeah, language, hit the language. Yeah, it's that bilingual shit. Can I? Yep. Okay, good. Just yeah, making it's sure. It's perfect. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> you were like, ooh. Ooh, dude. I appreciate you respect. Yeah, no, no, no. Obviously, because it depends. I don't know if you want me to. Sometimes right. I do, sometimes I don't. So. No, you're good. And you good. And you should. And yeah, you should. Cool. Because that's when you're real. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, first off, thank you for being here. For thank real. you for having me. I appreciate that's you. That's love. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, so it's, um, I know you're on your, your grind. You, you're doing a lot. So, let's mm. talk about, first off, right. let's talk about what you are. Uh, doing now like well how would you describe what you're um, up to so i'm uh, an actor first and foremost so i'm an actor i do a lot of everything from comedy to drama commercials um plays i wish about i was i wish i was back in new york so i could do more plays because i love theater but um i do everything on there as far as like acting is concerned except for porn <laughs> no porn <laughs> i no, uh that's i do not. and i um I'm also a producer. I produce one one show now, have a couple of shows in the pipeline mm -hmm. development. So yeah, I'm an actor, producer. That's my my thing. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. And then you were talking about um, like the fact that you have something that you're doing now that you're working on. 
with Heartbeat? Yeah, so I have a development deal with the company right now, yeah. and I'm working on developing some shows for them. That's exciting. That's coming next year. Yeah. Be on the lookout. Uh, but yeah, my team and I are working on developing these new shows, you know, uh, both on a social media platform, but also on your standard television, right. you know, platform and stuff. But yeah. It's coming soon, kids. Coming soon. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. Good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, so, yeah. so what would you say got you into that? Because I know that you have, it seems like you have different things that you. I know you're into. Right. Uh -huh. But what got you into choosing this right now? Well, when I first graduated from school, you know, I'm first generation mm -hmm. uh, American. First gen Even though I, w I was born in Dominican Republic, but I grew up in New York. So oh, I wow. have both cultures very much ingrained into who I yeah. am. And I had a regular job. I was doing human resource and stuff like that. But I, I just felt like my life was passing me by. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I knew that I, I was meant, I don't know if it, this sounds crazy, but I always felt that I was meant to do something big or something great that I'm not supposed to just be. And, and this doesn't, it doesn't, I don't want it to sound like bad in any way, but like right. everybody else. I wasn't meant to just have a nine to five. I wasn't meant to just, you know, get married, have kids and be married and stuff like that. That's just not... I, eventually I want to do those things, but I always felt very deep down in my soul that I was meant to do something big or great for humanity or just to, to leave my, my imprint on, have a legacy. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. So it's always something that's been bothering me or like was tugging at me for years. And right. then I decided to be like, you know what, let's, let's go figure out what it is that this feeling is and let's just go try to do it. So did something happen like for you to... Because for some people, they get that feeling, but uh, they still don't do anything. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I um, I was going through a really bad breakup, and nothing mm. motivates you like heartbreak. Ha ha, loser. Anyway, so... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you're not. Not, not really. No, you're not. not really. But I'll tell you, I was going through a very, really bad breakup, mm. and I was depressed. I was, I think, really, really depressed, because when you love someone, and then they, you know, they, they cheat on you, you, it makes you question everything. And at the point, I, I was thinking to myself, I've, I've always done things for other people. I've always right. made other people happy. I've always done things to make other people feel better. When are you going to do something for yourself? So that's when I, I was going through all those motions. And I just wanted to feel better. I just wanted to, to be able to wake up and not feel like my insides were caving in. You know what I mean? Like this void that you feel in your chest when you're going through something like that. And I just, I, I wanted to feel better. And I knew wow. that the only way that I was going to feel better was if I started doing the things that I wanted. And that's when I started taking my first acting class. And I was like, you know what? I actually think this is kind of fun. That's cool. And was I, this oh, in New York? Yeah, it's in New York. And then, yeah, slowly but surely, about, that was about two and a half, three years ago, I'm here today. But it, it, it happened because someone that I loved screwed me over really bad. Right, mm. heartbreak. Heartbreak. Nothing motivates you like heartbreak, bro. I'm I'm a big well, believer in that. Yeah, I would say I would say not only just heartbreak, but even maybe if you go broke. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like when you go like dead yeah, broke. Like, yeah. No, but I'm saying like it was people don't know this, but I was like living sleeping on a couch. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like I when I first when I first started doing this acting thing, I was sleeping on a couch. You know what I'm saying? Like I have my own oh. apartment. But I had to rent out the rooms and sleep on a couch because that's how uncertain being oh. an actor is. So for a while, I was sleeping on a couch and I was like, just I was like, I don't care what how, what I'm going to do. I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to make this happen. I don't have any other choice. This is what I want. So I'm willing even till today sacrifice everything but my life to make, <laughs> this, to make this happen. You know what I mean? But yeah. Wow.
So what what is it that you would say um, is is the reason why? Obviously, the motivated you to make the move mm. is the breakup. Right. But what about like knowing that you're sleeping on a couch, knowing that you're doing these things? What like what is that? What is what is driving you? What do you? How just, would you describe that? It's hard to describe because the thing is, like, with me, and I just know it's gonna work. I just know it's gonna oh. work. Whatever it is in life that I'm meant to do, I know I'm gonna do it. I just have to stay the course. There's like this. It's like a voice in my head, and maybe it's I'm a little schizo. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little crazy or something. But there's this voice in my head, and I think it's because I have a big relation. I'm a very spiritual person. Right. I'm not necessarily religious. I don't. I don't follow any specific doctrine. Right. But I have a really good relationship with God. And there's just that voice in my head. It's just like, you got this, keep going. You got this, keep going. Just keep going. Even my darkest moments, I'm like, keep going. You got this. You got this, keep going. And it just pushes me every single day. Right. You know what I mean? I just hear it. It's like in my gut and in my soul. It's just there's this feeling that I have that I know something's going to give for me. And I'm going to do the things that I'm meant to do in this life. Mm. I can't really explain it. It's just it's in here. Right. Right. It's like here in the middle of my chest. And I know it's just I just have to listen to the voice because it hasn't it hasn't so far steered me in the wrong direction. Right. It's this certainty that I have. Right. It's weird, but it's just certainty. I'm going to share something with you. Um, so I, I've lived most of my life where I've I would say that I've followed what other people wanted to do, wanted me to do. Right. Right. And, you know, it's interesting that you say that 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 there's always been that little voice or that little feeling. Mm. But. For some reason, I don't know why I just ignored it um, or I didn't listen to it. I always felt it like, oh, I, I really want to do this. Right. But there was some part of me that was like, um, but maybe they're right. Maybe I should it's fear. Do that. It's fear. And the thing is, like, I think I obviously danger is real. You know, if right. someone puts a gun in your face, that's real. Well, you better be afraid or something. You feel me? <laughs> but fear is like I think most people are are more afraid to be successful than to fail. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that success. And something that I've dealt with, that I've been dealing with for the past couple of years now that I'm here, is that people tend to attach their insecurities and project it onto you. And they tell you, that can't be done, you shouldn't do this, it's too, it's too scary, it's right. too out there, it's too whatever. Right. Because I told you when we were talking earlier, everything's impossible until someone does it, right? Everything's impossible until someone decided to go do it. So I think a lot of it comes from you, like, especially even people close to you. Like, I have yeah, friends who are especially. really close, family. They're like, you're, go you're doing what? You're moving to L.A.? What are you doing? What, are you crazy? Like, because they thought I was insane to do these things. You know what I'm saying? But, again, it's like, I don't live in fear. I don't, I don't fear, like, worst case scenario, this is going to happen to me. So what if I go broke again? And so what if I'm sleeping on a couch? I already did that. So what if I'm on a <laughs> fucking park bench? I don't care because I'm still going to go after what I want. You know what I'm saying? You could be miserable and do what you want. And, and, and like Jim Carrey said, Jim Carrey yeah. said, you can be, I'm paraphrasing, but you can be miserable doing the things that you don't want, or you could be happy doing the things that you want. But either way, you have a choice, right? You, you, you wake up with that choice every single day. So I'd rather be, I'd rather be happy and even miserable doing the things that I want to do. Now what other people want me to do. So I think it's just like, I'm so stubborn. Mm -hmm. I'm so fucking stubborn. Mm -hmm. And I think that's helped me get through a lot of things because it's just my sheer will saying, go, no, go, 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 go. Don't stop. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah. I'm hard-headed to it. I mean, I'm Dominican. So, but I'm, <laughs> I'm so hard-headed, bro. And I think that's what's helped me get where I am because I just refuse 
to to let anything get in my way, you know? And even if it's in my way, I'm going to start kicking that bitch until it's out of my way. You feel me? I'm gonna, I feel you. I'm with you on this. Is, I don't know. It's just like the way I'm wired. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. like, I don't care. The worst thing that can happen to me is I'm going to be broke sleeping on a park, park bench. But guess right. what? If you go down, there's only one way up, right? Yeah. You have to reach rock bottom to get to the mountain, right? So I'm, I'm saying like, that's just a temporary place. Everything is temporary. So... Yeah, so, okay. I, don't, I don't really care for those things. Right, absolutely. Now, it's it's really cool that you're, you know, you are that kind of way. Uh, I, I think you're a special human being for that. And I think everybody has the ability to do that. Mm. But it took me, you know, I'm 29 now. Right. It took me 28 years mm-hmm. to get to the point where I just don't care what anybody else thinks anymore. Yeah, and, and I think that's fair because everyone's journey is different. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I awoke a couple right. of years ago because I was going through all these things and I was like, I'm just fucking tired of being sad. And I don't want to be sad anymore. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I want to be happy and I'm right. going to go do the things that make me happy. But you can't compare yourself to other people. You feel me? Like, it took you 28 years. It might take someone who's 45. But that's their journey. That's their responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Like, So people might look at you and be like, damn, she's doing all these things or he's doing all these things. Why am I not, why am I not doing it? Because it's probably not your time yet. But it will come if you're committed. It will come. So you can't I, you can't compare yourself to other people because every single life, every single journey is different, you know? Um, so we can try to wake people up like, oh, like life is right in front of you. <laughs> You're right. But until they decide to take that first step, you can't really do anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I hope that people do find it in them to go after what they want. But I know it's really hard. This isn't easy. It's not. What's, how's, how would you say it's been the hardest for you? If you can um, remember something. Well, something that I'm going through right now is like a, a lot of my, not a lot, but people that I care for, mm-hmm. that I consider friends, are turning their back on me. What do you mean when you say that? Because, well, it's had, the past year or two years, I've lost my three, like three, four best friends. And it's because they, um, they thought that I was getting too caught up in the world that I'm in right now. Because all I kept thinking about and talking about and, and doing was things to make my career better. But talk to anyone who's ever made it in any, you know, any industry, whether it's entertainment or Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, anyone. They tell you, you have to be obsessed with what you do, you do. if you want to succeed, right? You have to be like obsessed to the point of insanity mm-hmm. to do the things that you want to do, right? Yes. And I don't think they understood that. And a lot of people, they, you know, I lost two of my really good girlfriends wow. because of that. And I'm still, it hurts. It's been a year and I'm still dealing with it. You know what I mean? And then recently, um, a guy friend of mine stopped talking to me because his girlfriend got insecure. You know? Oh, one of those. Yeah, one of those. And then another person that this happened to me a couple of days ago, friend of mine from, you know, back in New York, someone that I loved or, you know, had really deep love for. I sent her this really nice message saying, hey, you know, I miss you. I, I realized that I haven't heard from you in a while. I just want to say I miss you and I, I think you're beautiful. Nothing. And they didn't even bother responding. And that's something that I've, I'm encountering more and more because, and this is something that I posted on my Instagram recently, is like, they think that it's like they're resentful of my success. They're resentful of the person that I'm becoming. You know right. what I mean? When what I'm doing has nothing to do with them. At all. At all, right? So that's something that I'm dealing with 
currently and i know that it's it's gonna it's gonna keep happening because yeah. i i feel that i haven't done anything yet you know i'm just starting i'm just getting my feet wet i'm learning how to pr- how to build my brand and people are already turning their back on me you know already already so imagine when i'm on the billboard on fucking sunset or in a billboard in fucking times square promoting a movie what then and that's what i'm beginning to understand why celebrities say that you know the road to the top is a very lonely one mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people especially people that you didn't even think they're going to turn their back on you only because they just, they resent your success. I don't think it's just resentment. I think it's a combination of things, you know? I think resentment is part of it. I think jealousy, I think fear, I think, I think a lot of these negative energies and emotions go into that. And I think a lot of people also too are really uncomfortable with like, the difference between where you're at and where, and where they're they at. Are. Or where they, where here it is, the difference between where they perceive you to be at. Yeah. And where they're at. Yeah. And they're so uncomfortable, they feel like they can't even. Yeah. But but you know it's not like it's that. It's not like them. that. You know, I'm, I'm still, uh, granted, you know, I, I have a cool a cool job now. You know, I have a pretty cool job and, and all this, and I have all right. these perks to co- go along with it. But it's, it's just a job. You know, and I'm still the same person. I'm still the, the, right. the, as I grow older, you know, I get more and more comfortable in my own skin and, and I understand who I am as a human being. But at the core of it all, I'm Anna. And that doesn't change. Just because my job changed and, and my career is different, I'm still, you know, and, and, and with people that I deal with at work, I have to be a certain way. But if you're my friend, I'm, I'm Anna. That hasn't changed at all. And, right. I'm a, and, and it saddens me that people think that that has changed. When it hasn't, you know. I mean, there's not much you can do about no, that. Not much I can do about it, but it's it just keeps happening to me, bro. And it's just like, what the fuck did I do? Like, what am I doing so <laughs> wrong that people that I care for are are suddenly like just like it's the life you chose. yo dogs? It's like yo, like what the hell did I? I'm not trying to sleep with your husband right, or your girlfriend. Right, right. I didn't steal money from you. Like right. I'm just li- here living my life. That's right. all I'm trying to do. You know. So it's 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 really a tough pill to swallow for me, and it's something that I deal with. I'm dealing with currently, right. and but honestly, like if this is anger motivates me, and I know it's not healthy. I know I get it. Well, but you're using it to manage them. I get it. <laughs> um, psychologists would be like, "What's wrong with you?" But like anger, like negative emotions like that motivate the fuck out of me. So right. my whole thing is like, and I'll say this to the camera: if you think I'm 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 hot now, just wait. Just wait. I haven't Ooh. done shit yet. I haven't done shit yet. You wait. Because I'm going to give you more reasons to hate. And again, this is like something in me that like that fighter, whatever. But I'm going to turn the negative into a positive. I, I just love because this is what I'm noticing about you. You are taking something that is, let's say, seemingly negative. Right. But you're reframing. It's the way you it's the way you make it mean to you. Right. And, and I feel like that's the biggest difference. And that's what's pushing Something that other people will back down from, mm-hmm. you're using that to push yourself. Hell yeah. Like I always said, no, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, the GOAT, thanked his haters during his Hall of Fame speech. Right. And people were like, why is he thanking his haters? Why doesn't he just focus on the people that supported him? Because his haters gave him more motivation to be better. Right. You feel me? And that if Jordan did that, who's the greatest of, of, of all time at his, at his you know, uh, field, I'm going to motherfucking listen to Michael Jeffrey Jordan. You feel me? I'm going to take the same thing because I take, or like, I want to be the next Oprah, right? And I see her and I see her life and her struggles and I see other people that I admire and there's always an underlying threat. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want to, it's like, don't give up on yourself. 
fuck what everybody else thinks mm-hmm. and go after it. Right. Remain positive, be a good person, give back, like stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. is an underlying thread. But the one thing that I, like, it's this, this, this ability to just say, I'm going to fucking do this and I don't care what it takes, you know, and they did it and they did. It. And the people that questioned them were pushing them even forward more for like more towards their goal. And that's the type of person that I've, I, I am now, you know, like question me all you want, but I'm going to give you a reason to hate me. Wow. Yeah. They, well, in a sense, thank you for. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Keep thank it going. You. Keep, keep it going. That's keep. how I feel too. I feel like, you know, there's people who, I, cause I hear stuff, you know, there's people who are, um, they're like, talk about me and, and stuff like that. Right. And it's like, okay, all right. And then I hear what they think of me and based on where they think I'm at. And I'm mm. like, thanks. Cool. Yeah. All right. The thing is, I think, I think they feel that somehow you think you're better than them when you don't think that. Mm. They've already planted that idea in their head that they're, they're probably saying, well, he probably thinks he's better than me, so F him. You know, or she probably thinks she's hot shit because she's in Hollywood. F her. I don't think that. I'm just a, per- a regular person with a cool job. That's all it is. That's all it is. Right. So I'm not, I'm not here to, I, I can't hold people's hands anymore. You feel me? And that's something that I, I used to have, I call it the super, the Superman syndrome that I used to want to um, save, save everybody. Uh-huh. Well, I retired my cape because <laughs> I've been burned way Bye. too many, I've been burned by way too many times by people who I, I was trying to help or people who I love that turned their back on me and my heart can't take it anymore. It's turning a little, like a little hard, but I need it. I need to be more grounded and I need to really focus my attention on the people that, that need that deserve it you know i can't save everyone let's go back to that because you just sparked something that happens to a lot of people mm. or there's a people who have less let's just say they're making the best use of their resources mm-hmm. their time who they are mm-hmm. and there's people who latch on to them mm-hmm. or it may not be as drastic as latching on right but there's people who they're friends with them only because of what they do now well, their loyalty for you yeah so yeah. you've been able to do that and get better at it right now what do you what do you have to say for them I think, um, I think you need to learn how to read people, and I think that comes mm-hmm. with experience. And I think people's intentions will always show. I test people in a in a way. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not gonna give it away because then they're gonna figure it out. No, there are things that I do or say or just like I'm very uh, observant because I, mm-hmm. words mean mean nothing to me. Your actions mean everything. So I I just I watch. And I see your intentions and I can feel it. I'm all about energy and vibe and I can repel people with like bad energy. It just doesn't stick to me. Um, but it's just like the people who will be loyal to you because of who you are and not just what you can do for them, they're going to be there. And then you can tell who who's there just because they want to get something from you. And those people I keep at arm's length and a half. You right, feel me? Like right. I know what you're, what you mean to me. I know what value you I have in your life and you have in my life. When that expires, you're out the door. How do you know that though? How do you know that, that those people are like that? Um, I mean, again, it's trial and error because oh, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not God. I'm, I can't. Re- people can master intentions very well, but I, I always believe that anything shrouded in darkness will eventually come to light. You know what I mean? So trial and error. I just got to trust myself and trust my feelings and trust my intuition and know that when something, because if you do something and it's going to keep bugging me and bugging me and bugging me, I know something's wrong. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and that's when I start cutting that person out of my life. It just takes one or two things for me to be like, ah, and, I know, I know how to, <laughs> I know how to place you in my life now. I know where you go. You feel me? But you weren't always good at that. 
No, and again, it comes, and I'm still learning. Right. I'm, not, I'm not saying that yeah. I'm like, you know, uh, an, an expert. I'm still pretty much amateur, um, but I'm learning, and I, and I give my, and I trust my instincts, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't do is like there's a voice in your head telling you these things, or there's a feeling in your gut, you know, trust those things because that's like your sixth sense telling you. It's like your spidey sense, like something's off, something's off. You feel me? So I trust my instincts more so than any, ever before, and right. I try to be a very logical person because emotions are fickle and as a woman you know rumor is so emotional no i do everything with my head first and my emotions come later you know even though i'm, I'm a pisces and i'm more like exactly. i want to I I save say the world mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. feel me mm -hmm. but i try to be more grounded because i can't let myself just go you know so even when it comes to like family and friends you're saying you're pretty because that's the hardest when you you, you know you're with your fam friends family things come up emotion the emotion i mean these relationships are based yeah, on emotions. on emotions. Yeah, I think I'm very super, super, super lucky that my core family, my media family, which is my mom, my three siblings, um, and obviously, you know, we have grandkids. I mean, not grandkids, excuse me. Like, I have my grandma and stuff, but I consider my core family is my, you know, my mom and my three siblings. Right. And anything that's not them, I can lose. Hmm. As long as it's not them, at least for now, if it's, I can lose. And it's not going to break me. And I'm, I'm, and they support me a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. So even people that are family, you're not those four. So you can go. Like bye. Bye, bye, Felicia. Boy, bye. <laughs> right? Because again, if you're, I, I, family's I, everything. Yeah, I, I can't have anchors in my life. I can't have people bringing me down or whatever. And my four, my my brothers, my sister, my mom. That's it. That's the center. Outside of them four, I can lose anybody and I don't care. Not that I don't care, but I'll, I'll survive. Yeah, you, I'll you'll bounce back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, um, that's that's where I am right now. You okay with that? Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's talk about being um, being Dominican and uh, being in the field that you're in right now. Like, what challenges have you faced um, as a woman? As also. a woman, wow. And a woman of color. Sure. I'll tell you, I, I've experienced more sexism than racism Okay. by a country mile. Um, I think a lot of the times, and one of the things that I love is being underestimated. Me too. Because I'll, I'll, what, but why is that? I'll, I'll kick you in the face. Cause I'm like, I right, just wait, <laughs> you wait and see, you wait and see. But it's like a lot of things is like, um, I always have to break through like a boys club, especially in, in the industry as a woman, they don't listen to you as, especially me that I'm this aggressive. I swing harder than most people. Um, it, it, they, they still want women to know their place. I don't know my place. My place is wherever I want my place to be. You feel me? That's just who, <laughs> I, that's who I am. Um, and I think it's like a lot of pushback having someone. I had an audition recently. And the guy, mind you, we were talking just like this for five minutes. And he's like, you are a fire. I, you're, you're like a fire. Don't ever let it. I would never want to piss you off. Mind you, and we're just having a conversation like this, right? Mm -hmm. And we're just having, a, and we're talking about sports. We're talking about football. We're just talking about the playoffs. Just a regular conversation. And he stopped the conversation and he said, you're just fire. I don't ever, I would never want anyone to piss you off. You know what I mean? And guys get intimidated by that. Of course. They, and of course. Even, even men of power don't want someone that can challenge their power. 
you know and that's the thing with me like i i'm never going to know my place because my place is where i want my place to be you feel me <laughs> right exactly right? so and especially as a woman of color coming from the inner city i'm from washington heights you know dykeman i come from you know a poor neighborhood mm-hmm. that they expect you to be a certain way they expect you to speak a certain way carry yourself a, a certain way and i i break all those stereotypes because i'm right. an educated brown person from the hood you know what I mean? And I can switch it off and be hella ghetto if I want to, but I can also be extremely polished when I need to. You know what I mean? So it's it's breaking those barriers and and hmm. making them understand that I'm not Juanita with six kids, you know, and that, that the one's a husband. No, we're, there's more to us than that. You know, as a woman, as a Latina, as someone that, that aspires for greatness, right. there's, there's all sorts of obstacles, you know what I mean? But the thing is, again... What makes you different is what makes you special. And there's a reason I was built the way I was built. You feel me? Yep. So I'm going to take everything I've, I've been giving as a gift rather than holding me back. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of more so more sexism than anything else. Um, you're a woman. You can't do that. You, you need to shut up. You need to listen. You need to do this. I don't need to do shit. Let's get the job done, right? Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Yeah. That's my thing. Like, I don't need to be, I don't need to hold your hand. You don't need to hold my hand. But let's get shit done. And, don't, and if you underestimate me, you know, they always say under, under promise and over deliver. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Under promise and over deliver with everything I do. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's like people not respecting your opinion. People taking credit for your opinion. Um, Got you on that one. Yeah. People just uh, thinking that because you're young, you're, you're, you're not as wise or you're not well read and shit like that. I always tell people, read a, one book a month. Not necessarily like it could be anything. Just understand what's out there. Understand the world so you can have a conversation about anything. Even mm-hmm. if you're not an expert, just know a little bit about everything. That's how I like to do. I like to know about everything just a tiny bit so I can have a conversation with you. And then you can't try to put a, a fast one exactly. on Exactly. Yeah, you because you have, you're so knowledgeable about so many things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, even with building, even with building, um, like a company, for example, or a business, if you're, what I've learned is if I'm going to hire a bunch of people, I need to at least have the basic idea. Of course. Because what happens of is you, you try to explain something to me and I'm like, no, um, that's not how it goes. No, 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 I know, no, no, I know no, no, how to do this no. too. <laughs> and, and, and it's something, it's something that I always, uh, I, I was told from people that I admire, they're like, always surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. Always surround yourself with people that know more than you about a topic, but know the topic, know something about it, have a, a, a layman term conversation with the person, you feel me? Like, just don't go in there blindly, and that's why, like, yeah, you might be a marketing genius, but I kind of get the basics, you, you know, and I can, I can understand what's going on, so I know you're not trying to fuck with me, you know? Right. So th- that's something that I encounter all the time, because I'm young, and I'm brown, and I'm from the hood, they don't, they don't think I know what I know, they don't, they don't think I can, I can have these types of very high-level intellectual or just high-level conversations, because they don't think I have it in me. They just have to spend two minutes with me and I open mouth. They're like, oh shit, this one. Mm-hmm. No, this one's not like the rest of them, mm-hmm. you know? But I think that's, that's it's being self-aware. Because I, 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 especially people from our generation right now, we spend so much time on social media that we think that that's the real world. And it's not. It's not at all. It's not at all. So how would, you say, how would you say it's different? What do you say people are, are missing? I think people live in an echo chamber. I think, and what I mean by that is like, I think people surround themselves with people that are just like them, right? All the uh. time. Hmm. All the time. And it's important if you want to really understand what's going on in the world, if you really want to understand how to make 
things work, you need to understand how the other side feels. You need to understand how the other side thinks. So it's on you to go and understand and reach out to those people and say, hey, I just want to learn. You know, why do you feel this? Like Trump supporters, right? Right. Why do you feel this way? And I'm not attacking you. I just want to, I want to understand why you feel this way so we can find common ground and fix a problem. But we are so like surrounded by ourselves with people who are exactly like us in every single conceivable way that we don't see the multiplicity of the world. You feel me? And I think that's something that we have to take a moment and explore and say, hey, let me go talk to so-and-so even though he's a Republican or let me go talk to so-and-so even though he's an Asian person, some whatever. But there's, we're more alike than we're different. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And I think right now everyone is so segregated and fragmented that we're forgetting those things. Forgetting, yeah. Yeah, and social media doesn't help. No, not at all. At all. Yeah. At all. You know, this is is where people are celebrated too for their opinions. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's a but big But opinions thing. aren't facts, right? Opinions, I can have a million opinions and they mean nothing. <laughs> I know one person, I, one of my followers reached out to me recently and they were like, um, how come you weren't talking about net neutrality? You know, because, you know, net neutrality was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I did post about it. I was vocal about it for days. But why did it take me talking about it for you to care, right? Why do I have to educate you? You should be doing that on your own. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I think a lot of people use social media as that. As like, oh, if I know this, then no. Social media is such a small part of what happens in the overall scheme of things that you have to get out of that. And see the world, right. you know, and understand what's happening in the world and in your country. And then you can, because again, they can't have a conversation that you can't be a part of. Exactly. That's what I always tell people. Be a part of every fucking conversation. Right. Know exactly what's going on. You know, at least, and that impresses the shit out of people. Of course. That you can just talk about anything. I mean, I'm not an expert, but I... But I, you know enough to I know, know enough. And, I'll be like, and one thing that I've realized is, you know, is like people love to talk about themselves. <laughs> I'm right here talking about myself. Well, yeah, but... Yeah, well, obviously, I, because of the circumstance. It's on purpose. Yeah, it's yeah. on purpose. But if you don't know something and somebody else... Let's say that you're an architect. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh my God, tell me more about architecture. How do you get into it? How do you do it? Why is it it's exciting? You're going to tell me everything in the motherfucking world. And now we found the common bond. Yeah. And then now yeah. we can talk about something together. You feel me? Like, that. That. that's just... I think that's something that I try to implement with everything I do. Wow. You... Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, so for for a, a, a woman of color mm. who is trying to pave a way, because in what you do, mm. there is no blueprint. None whatsoever. There's no roadmap. Like, for example, me going into nursing or someone going to medicine or someone going to law, for example, right. there's like, you know, there's, there are plans. steps. Set steps. There are steps you can follow. Mm. What, what Based on everything you just talked about, what would you say one big thing that people need to understand that they're missing. Oh man. That women of color need to understand. Value yourself. Genuinely value yeah. yourself. Value your opinions, value who you are as an individual. I think that we we put so much power in other people's hands that we forget about our own. Like believe in yourself, believe in your goals, believe in your abilities. And I think that just goes for everyone, especially women of color. Because remember, we were talking before we started Mm -hmm. taping that in this society, being born a a woman is a strike against you. Being born a woman of color, two strikes against you. And if you follow baseball, how many strikes do you have in life? Three, right? (laughs) Right. So you're born with two strikes against you, essentially, you know, metaphorically. Um, 
So believe that you can do this. Believe that whatever it is, whether you'll be a nurse, a teacher, an actor, or whatever the fuck God put you on this, believe in your skills. You know what I'm saying? Like, And we have to tell girls, especially young girls of color, that they matter. They're important. That their opinion counts. That their feelings are important. That the way they look at the world is valuable. You feel me? And I think that's something that, that's missing from a lot of, of a lot of women because I'm all, I can only speak for as a Latina. They, you know, you're born and they expect you to have kids and expect you to have a family, expect you to take care of your family. And they don't really take the time to ask you how you're doing and ask you how you're feeling and ask your, your take on certain things. That's a lot older generation, but it's still happening, you know, and hopefully it's getting right better. Yeah. But as a woman, as a woman, a woman of color, understand that you are important and what you feel is important what you say is important and that you count you feel me because a lot of people are going to make you feel otherwise mm-hmm. but you count and you matter you know and i think again that's the one thing that you can do for yourself that's going to push you forward into whatever it is that you want to have that self-awareness and that self-love i mean i'm not i just don't preach it i practice it you know and that that it is that unshakable belief in yourself right Right. And I feel like that's what carries me through any situation. Like I think of even, for example, um, uh, uh, being in an environment where there's like mainly white people. Right. Um, I know <laughs> it's this. There's a feeling I have inside of me. It's yep. like no matter what, no matter the difference or no matter how I know you're already going to perceive me oh, before I talk. Yeah. It's like I have I, I know what I'm about. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm about. And then it's, what's interesting is when I start to speak. Changes immediately. It, people are like changes immediately because they're conditioned Mm -hmm. and that's the thing and that's part and that's one reason why i want to be in hollywood because i want to change the perception because they think that all latinos are the same they think that all black people are the same Mm -hmm. they think that you're all the people from the hood are the same because of what has transpired in hollywood for a hundred years and i want to break that that's one of the reasons why i'm here you know what i'm saying but that's the thing it's about changing perception and understand that even if they see you that way you're not that way if you're not, you know, you're not that way. You're yourself and you can prove them wrong. You know, I love proving people wrong because it just gives me that satisfaction. I love it. right? It's like this, the satisfaction, like, like nothing else. But, and that's your job because right. a lot, and, and I'm not saying, not to say, like, especially because I have a lot of white friends and a lot of them don't have malicious intent. Of course. They of course. don't. They don't think, you know, they just, they're, they're preconditioned by what they've seen in the media and what they've seen on the news. And that's, it's your job to be like, let me, uh, let, me to- let me tell you. Let me tell you though. Let's sit down without me attacking put you. you on game Let real me quick. put you on game right now. And without me attacking you, making you feel insecure or or, awesome. or, or any, any any negative way. Let me show you how my world is. You know, and that's how you change minds. Not by living up to those like oh oh white. No, I tell you, most of my not most, but a, a good chunk of my friends are white kids from all walks of life, poor, rich, very well off, right. and not most of them don't have mad, bad intentions or don't have that malice. And I'm talking about people my age. I can't talk about older folks. Right, you feel we me? Don't, yeah. I don't, I can't speak for them. But like white kids my age, if you sit them down and you talk to them, you change the narrative in their mind. Because a lot of them, we talk about LA being segregated. LA is hella segregated. How many of your, you growing up in Compton, how many white friends do you have growing up in Compton? I, I mean, I, you wouldn't even see one. Exactly. How many black kids do you think these kids are seeing? Right. Right? So, and that's the thing. It's empathy. Putting yourself in the other person's shoes, understanding some general understanding of where they come from, and then you sit down and be like, 
Let me teach you. Let me teach you. Real Let me quick. make you a better person. Because right. I'm becoming a better person by understanding your struggle mm-hmm. and my struggle. Because I'm sure that there's similarities in there. Because we all want the same things. We want to be loved. We want to be happy. We want to do good things, right? Yeah. Most people. Most people, right? yeah, exactly. That doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So come from that place, from a place of understanding, and you can change the narrative. So cool. You talked a little bit about uh, self-care. Yeah. Like the process of, you know, when you go into a room, go into mm. an environment that you know it's just one or a few of your kind of person right mm. what do you what how, how is it that you consistently feel like i want to know mm. for for the folks watching listening mm. what do you put into practice every day because i know it's an everyday thing for me it right. is but what do you do to um to result into like to have that result of feeling the way you feel um again it's, it's always about educating myself i think i think it's like i'm pretty set in my in my ways but mm-hmm. like I said, if you just, if you're confident in yourself, if you, if, at least for me, like I read every single day. You know? What do you read though? Everything. Everything. Do you read non, like fiction and stuff? Nonfiction is all I read. Or, or, or <laughs> fi- I meant fiction. fiction yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I always take a day or maybe, it's funny because, you know, because I'm a content creator on social media. They think that most of the time I'm on social media on Instagram fucking around. No, 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 no. I'm reading the New York Times. I'll read Fox News. I'll read Breitbart. I'll read everything. And like I'll read shit from outside of the U.S. Because again, it's like understanding. You know what I mean? Like this is happening in science. This is happening in this. This is happening over here. Like, at least superficial information. Mm-hmm. And I love when people teach me things. Like, oh, wait, what's that? Tell me, tell me, tell me. What is it? What is it? <laughs> I, need I, need to, I, need, I need to know. But it's like, again, reading. I think reading is really important. And not necessarily a book. Sit right. there. Like, take an hour of your day and understand what's happening around you. You know, not just in politics. If you don't like that shit, sure. Okay, but it affects you. It does One affect you. One way or another, it's going to affect you. So you could read about that. You could read about sports. You could read about... And I know that the world can be a very scary place and overwhelming. A lot of shit is going on and you don't want to have to deal with those things. But at least have some sort of knowledge of what's happening. Because you can walk into any fucking room with any fucking person and have any fucking conversation. conversation. And that sets you ahead of the pace. That's automatically. Like, automatically. automatically, yeah. The mm-hmm. second you can sit, I've sat in front of CEOs, multi-fucking millionaires, had a conversation about football. I've sat in front of fucking like, you know, a, a, someone from the hood and talked about 2 Chain or Migos and my goal, whatever the fuck. You feel me? Like I've talked to, to network executives about production and the lighting guy about fucking Led Zeppelin. Exactly. You feel me? So like dope. That's the thing. Like you have to take it upon yourself to be a well-rounded individual, you know, and that takes reading, exploring, being, I'm a curious person. I need to know everything. Mm-hmm. Right? And curiosity is, is one of the best traits a person can have. Be curious. Right. Figure out. You have a phone, bro. You have literally the world <laughs> at the palm of your hand. Go get it. Go go learn stuff. Right. You know, like one of my goals this upcoming year is to learn another language. You feel me? Like little things. Another like, one. Yeah. Like, I just want to learn. I want to learn <laughs> French. So I was like, I'm going to go learn French. I'm going to go figure out how to yeah, learn French. You feel me? Um, so again, it's just like being informed, caring about, awesome. you know, going to the gym, eating well, yeah, drinking plenty of water. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually. You know what I mean? Like emotionally. Sometimes you're gonna have a bad day. It's okay. I've had I had a shitty day two days ago. I wanna kill someone. But it's okay. My thing is don't get stuck in those moments. Don't get stuck in that energy. Move on from those energies. You know what I'm saying? Because you ha- you have a right to feel bad. You have a right to have a bad day, but to just consistently stay there because that's just gonna drag you out. Give yourself the time to grieve and then move the fuck on. 
Right. Yeah. Right. I say fuck a lot. It's a New York thing. Sorry. It's real. It's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. That's good. So what are, like, right now, what would you say that you are uh, excited to, what's a challenge you're excited to overcome? Are you really working hard to overcome right now? Um, hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and my actually my roommate called called this one. I I I don't know how to compartmentalize that okay. well. You know, compart I can never say that. Compartmentalize. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I let things bleed into other things. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I've, I, I'm I'm learning how to let things stay here, deal with that, but don't let it affect something else. Right. You know. So because I'm a feeler and I'm empathetic, and when I'm in a I'm in a bad mood, then I'm gonna be in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Like I can't cut that. You know what I mean? So. I'm I, I'm learning working on myself is how to like deal with this here and then but you can also deal with this not and not let it not let this affect this that. this this is that so that's something that's always been a challenge for me so I need to compartmentalize better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah you you I'm sure you know the term emotional intelligence yeah yeah so that's a big part of that is mm-hmm. is being able to you know sift through things mm-hmm. and deal with things as they are as they are. As they are, you know, no jumping in conclusions. I think that's what gets a lot of people in trouble is they might have. Okay, for example, they they have they're they're at their job and they deal with someone with their boss and their boss tells them something that triggers something that came from, you know, some somebody that, you know, somebody that did something to them in the past. And then from that point on, they have either a reaction in the moment or they, you know, it's some sort of response that had not much to do with the situation. It gets a lot of people in trouble. Yeah, and I think that's something like, you know, I was saying I was having an issue with someone at my at my production company, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so annoyed. I'm still very much annoyed. I'm still <laughs> annoyed. And what I'm trying to do is not let that annoyance mess up anything else around yeah. it. Like, you're annoyed at this person? Be annoyed at that person. Right. Don't be annoyed at everybody else. <laughs> you know, they had nothing to do with this. Yeah. So that's something that I, that I, I yeah. struggle with, but at least I am aware and I'm trying to do a better job of of, of managing. That's that. self awareness. You feel me? That's huge self awareness. Yeah, and that's something that someone that I look up to, who's very, who was very like intelligent and, and emotional, is Obama. Obama knew how to just deal with this mm-hmm. thing here, move on, and move deal with this deal thing with here that. without having to work. You know, having yeah. that affect this. So, and people in Oprah and 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 just people like that, Warren Buffett, Steve. Uh, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, all these people. Um, they a lot do of high, that. high level, high, people, level, high, functioning, high people. functioning people. They yeah. do that. They know how to it's separate and master things, you know, and that's what I'm trying to get to. That, you know, but again, I'm still young. I'm still learning. It's going to be a while, but at least I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, and you're aware enough to know. And I'm aware. I know. I know my own flaws. I know my own problems, and I'm trying very work. Um, that's the thing that my personal yeah. things I'm trying to work on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people don't even know their own flaws. Yeah. Oh no, I know mine. I and yeah, whew, I know mine. <laughs> okay, good. So, so what? What's another flaw of yours? A flaw um, that you that you want to work on. I work on. Uh, I think I'll say like trusting people too easily, and I think that's not something mm. a lot of people do. I, I I always like giving everyone the benefit of the doubt. No matter what, I want to start like fresh. You know, I want to start fresh and be like, you know, you have my trust and my attention until you mess it up. Yeah. And sometimes it's not really, it's not, 
in your best interest to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I think just be a little bit more aware about how I I give people chances, you know, because I try to, you know, again, I've realized that you can give someone a chance and they might not do it again, but some people are going to do it again. You know, so I think it's that. And also getting back to people faster. Sometimes I see the text message and I'm like, yeah, I'll get back to you. And I forget. Oh, <laughs> like three days later, I'm like, oh, talking shit. To me. My bad, dude. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I, it's a great for me. I'm like, yeah, okay, fuck it. I don't want to deal with this right now. I'll, like, yeah. No, deal with it now. now don't is, put yeah. it off. Like, especially like bad stuff or like news or whatever. Just like shit we deal with in the industry. Like, deal with it right now. Right, right. Don't, don't, no, do it now. Do it now. <laughs> yeah, like stop. Putting the problem off for later. Just yeah, do it exactly, right now. Exactly. So that's something that I forced myself to be like, all right, I know. Just send the text. Send the text. Call. Make the call. Send the email. Do it now. You know? Right. Yeah. Good. That's so great. Okay. Yeah. I know you said you were a reader. Um, yeah. What's, what's a book that, you, that you've that you recommended to people like over and the over? The Archimist. Okay. Why? It's, a, it's, it's about self-discovery and it's about destiny. The Archimist. Whenever I'm having a really bad time or like I'm going through ruts. Paulo Coelho. The Archimist. Because again, it's it, it's more about the I can't even I think the Alchemist is very uplifting. Yeah, for sure. I think that's that's a really good book to read. Um, so it's my favorite book. So I I always tell people just read this book. It's only one hundred sixty eight pages here. <laughs> It'll take you it take you a couple of hours. Just read this. Right. And it's about again trusting self awareness, life, and just mm. you know. So I think the Alchemist is a great book. Uh, you know, seven, uh, seven highly effective things for highly effective people. People, yeah, seven, that yeah. One. Yep, yep. Uh, I read one that was called uh, Jesus Christ. See, and I read so many different ones. I read. Oh no, you're you're giving a bonus because I was for one. You're giving, yeah, like, you're giving, no, like, a few. there's a, also uh, the untethered soul. Oh yeah. The untethered soul is about letting go, not tethering yourself to 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 negative things. It's a kind of like a self help book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's about a story. Um, the way of the peaceful warrior. Like stuff oh, like that. Yeah, if you yeah. read stuff Great. like that, again, it's like more about actualizing your life and letting go of the negative shit and all that stuff. I'm all about like letting go, letting go, letting go. <laughs> let it go, let it go. Yeah. But yeah, those are pretty ah, good books. That's great. that's great. Well, I just want to acknowledge you. Um, we we had a great conversation even before this episode. Right. It's just like, wow, like I see... I see myself mm. in a lot of in, in, in a lot of myself in you, and mm. it's just cool um, to see a, a woman who's just going for it. Like I love to see how dynamic you are that you're going for it and you're not letting anything anything stop. You. I was having I was uh, on the Chronic a couple of days ago, and because I do it, so my only way of re- I don't do I don't drink alcohol, I don't do any type of drugs, but I do smoke a little bit of just my anxiety and my stress. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Oh, and this works. This sounds weird, but it works. You look at yourself in the mirror and you talk to yourself. You give yourself a pep talk. When I'm having a bad day, I literally look at myself in the mirror and I give myself a pep talk. Or if I do something stupid, I talk to myself. But it's holding myself accountable for my actions and my feelings. Like It sounds crazy, but I literally sit there in front of the mirror and I'm like, okay, Anna. And I just start talking. I start talking like it's my no my own I'm my own therapist yeah. and sometimes there are things that I don't want to hear but I let it out and I think that's important just talk to yourself be kind to yourself because you're doing the best you can but one thing that I that in my in my high state of mind I was uh 
I was, I was, I was, you know, I realized I was dealing with this friend that, again, that turned their back on me and I felt so like jaded and slighted and whatever, fuck. Um, and I said, you know, you have one life to live, right? Just one. You right. have X amount of time, you're a little, a speck of, uh, you're a little person in, on, in this planet, in a big ass galaxy, you know, if you really think about how large this fucking galaxy universe is, you understand how tiny you are, you know, mm-hmm. like how insignificant you are in the grand scheme the of things, things yep. right? Um, cause sometimes you think the world is ending when one thing happens to so you like, honey, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so I was sitting there and I was like doing my punk cause I was an ass. So I was like there talking to myself like, oh, you know, you got this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, you got one life to live, homie. Go make it a good one. And you forget that. Like, yo, like, I only have some X amount of time on this right. planet mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Every single day, every single day of your life, you're closer to dying. You're dying every single day. And that's the thing that gets me going. Like, I know I'm going to die, right? I know I'm going to die. So yeah. I'm going to make sure my time here is fucking rad as shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to be rad as shit. Right, because right, every right. single day I get closer to death. So let me go enjoy it. You feel me? And I and, and that's what blows, blows my mind about people. You know you only have X amount of time. And you have one shot at this thing called life. Or so we think. Or, you know, so, so right at. Right. Why won't you make it great? Why won't you make it great? Right? Right. In spite of your circumstances or where you were born or this other bullshit, you can still make it great. However you want to make it great, make it great. Mm-hmm. Right? So why am I going to let someone's fucking, you know, insecurities bring me down when I only have one shot of this thing and I only have X amount of time? I'm going to die eventually, so let's go make it happen. Huh. <laughs> no, you don't hurt yourself. No, don't hurt yourself. That ass, though. That ass, though. That's the thing, son. That's, that's just how I... Uh, um. I see the world like in the most simplistic way is like, baby, you're dying. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Yeah. So Anna, how do we find you online? I am on the gram, Anna Marte, A-N-A-M-A-R-T-E. That's me. And then two underscores, but I probably come on top of whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's me, my social media and stuff. And then on Twitter, it's Amarte0314. But my Instagram is my biggest platform. So it's just my name, Anna Marte. So most active on um, Instagram. Yeah, like Twitter, if you want to go on my Twitter, it's more like that's where you get more of my like newsy stuff and like my political stuff and stuff. Instagram is more like my fun stuff, um, <laughs> quote unquote. And yeah, so those are my two main platforms. Okay. And in the last and closing message, there was a big billboard that possibly uh, is going to be shown to millions, mm. billions. What would you have on it? Oh, shit. I think I just, the one thing I always tell people is like, you know, you are important. You matter. Be happy. That's it. That's simple. That's it. All right. Well, I appreciate you once again for being on the show. We yes, did that. <laughs> My hands are mad cold. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. But uh, yeah, you're important too, kid. Big old biceps too. Bro, I'm trying to gotta work on that. I'm working on mine. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm, I'm working, working on, on mine. I'm working on it. <laughs> It's all good, but thank you once nah, again. Thank of course. You. No, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I just want to spread L-O-L-L-O-V-E. L-O-L. Oh, yes, I'm in love. I love that you're just goofy. You're just like, yeah, hey, yeah, this yeah. is like, just me. You, like, that's the shit. Like, you would think I'm so, like, uh, uh, like an aggressive and like, but at the end of the day, I'm just like a clown. I'm like, ah, I don't yeah. take myself too seriously. Exactly. I'm dying. Exactly. Why would I? Why would you? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well. We're 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 just about done once again. Thank yeah, you. It's a cold hand. I'm cold. I'm cold. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
guys, and that's a wrap. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation just as much as I did. Make sure you guys go to thinkalpha.net forward slash subscribe so that you guys can have an option. Of course, if you have an Android, you'll be able to subscribe uh, through Google Play or iTunes or Stitcher or whatever have you. And uh, let me know what you think about this episode. You can drop a comment in the page um, that where the show notes are. Or if you want to, you can leave a review on iTunes. Or, of course, I always post this on Instagram. You guys know how to find me. It's V-A-L-E-W-U-D-O. Um, and drop a comment in the video itself. All right. So looking forward to discussion. And, of course, let's make some things happen. I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out, guys.